The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. So the deal's done. Elon Musk is now the owner of Twitter. How does that make you feel about being a member of the Twitterverse if you are a subscriber to Twitter? Will you stay? Would you be concerned that the place is going to change dramatically for the microblogging that it allows and who it allows to do it? We're joined by Jenny Darmody, who is the deputy editor of Silicon Republic and is co-host of the podcast For Tech's Sake. Jenny, thank you for joining us. What do we know to date of what Elon Musk has done in the hours since he's taken control of Twitter? Um, so the the deal just officially has been announced by Twitter um, in the last few minutes, actually. But we we've known since you know the early hours of this morning that this is likely that has it has gone through, and reportedly he's already fired a number of senior executives. Um, so he's he's not wasting any time, including the um, the current CEO as well, and also the um, head of trust and um, who was responsible for you know putting a ban on people like Donald Trump and things like that. So he's. He's making a lot of very dramatic moves already. Is Trump going to be back on the site? Um, that's up for debate. I mean, the, the problem with Elon Musk is he's quite a chaotic person. So it's really hard to know what he's actually going to do. He's, he's previously talked about free speech and the importance of that. He would have considered himself a free speech absolutionist. Um, but he's also kind of rolled back on that in recent times. You know, like he put a note out to advertisers yesterday to say that, you know, it shouldn't become a free-for-all hellscape. So... He goes back and forth a lot, so it's, it's hard to know. That's definitely one of the things that people will be watching out for, whether or not a lifetime ban on Trump would be lifted. Yeah, he's consistent in his inconsistency. But what about the possibility that he will try and expand Twitter into something much bigger than simply a micro-blogging site in which people put up their opinions and link to articles and photographs? Yeah, so with the Twitter deal, um, you know, he kind of went for it and then he went back out of it and then he the deal went back on again. And he did say at the time when he said the deal was back on that buying Twitter is an accelerant to creating X, which is the everything app, which is what he said, which is basically referring to a company called X Holdings, that he wants to turn it into an everything app, which is a bit like turning into something like WeChat, which is a Chinese app that serves multiple functions. So it's messaging, it's social media, it's payments, and that's all considered one thing. So it's a bit of a super app. But that hasn't really come outside of Asia, that type of model where you have this super app that has all of the little things in it. So it's hard to know whether or not he actually will achieve that, but that certainly seems to be on his radar. How difficult would that be for him to do, though, given that he is already apparently ready to call a large part of the 7,500 workforce at Twitter, even beyond the very senior management? Yeah, that's another thing that he's actually um, seems to be rolling back on a bit. He did say only a week ago that he was going to be cutting 75% of Twitter staff. If he does take over, he's since gone back to say that he won't be doing that. Like, he is the most chaotic person I think you could actually have at a helmet like this because he just changes his mind almost on a whim and he, he throws things out into the literal Twitterverse to see how it sticks and things like that. So it's really hard to know what he's actually going to do because it seems to be just what whim he wakes up with every day. How many people does Twitter have employed here in Ireland? Um, I don't have that number to hand, actually. Um, but they're but a significant employer, aren't they? I mean, they're part of the uh, the Silicon Docks uh, brigade, oh, yeah, they aren't would they? Be, yeah. Yeah, so they so there be. are certainly hundreds upon hundreds here in Ireland who are probably are a little bit fearful for, for their jobs as well. Although I think he might have a liking for Dublin, didn't he? Once famously appear at a web summit and ended up in Copperface Jacks afterwards. 
I think everybody who comes to Dublin for something like that ends up in Copperface Jacks at some point. But um, yeah, there's definitely some concern amongst Twitter staff about what's what you know what the future holds for them and things like that. Especially given that he has um, you know let go a lot of a number of major senior people. Could this be very difficult for him financially, given that 44 billion seemed to many like an excessive price to pay for Twitter? And indeed, when he thought about it, it seems he thought it was an excessive price, which is why he tried to back out of the deal. You know, how is he going to finance this? Is he going to have to sell a bigger chunk of his ownership of Tesla or of the likes of SpaceX? There were certainly a few different ways in which he was working out the financials at the time originally when he was doing the, 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 the original deal. And then, that, then he, of course, tried to back out because, you know, he said it was because of the number of bots that, you know, couldn't be really kept an eye on. But he will. It is a significant amount that he does have to finance, and it's not only that, but you know, the stock of his other companies could suffer because being the CEO across three companies would presumably dilute the amount of time and attention he's going to be able to give to them. So, it, the finances that are behind his other companies will possibly take a hit. But he is still the richest person in the world, so you know, perspective. Indeed, he should be able to cover this. A lot of times when people gain control of things or get elected to office, the suggestion is that they do certain things to get to where they are, but then they restrain themselves or change. The evidence of that actually is quite limited. Most people continue the way that they are. So presumably Twitter is going to be a very volatile company to watch for quite a time to come. Yeah, I would say definitely. Um, I think under the most recent CEO, it had a certain stability to it. Um, now, anybody who's on Twitter, it, it, it is a bit chaotic in terms of like opinionated, polarised views, things like that. Like It is a bit of a hellscape in a way at the front end, but as a company, it, it has been relatively steady. And I do think that, you know, as I said, the chaotic nature of Elon Musk, I mean, this is a man who yesterday walked into Twitter HQ holding a, a kitchen sink. I think just to have a video of him on Twitter that he could say I'm at Twitter let that sink in like this is the kind of person who's now the CEO so I do think that is going to make the company seem a bit more shaky Does he have anyone around him who reigns him in to an extent? In a way a lot of people are wondering about Mark Zuckerberg and his enormous gamble on the metaverse as to whether that's undermining Facebook and we've seen the share price tanking this week as a result of that. Is there anybody who's able to perhaps at times uh, stop Elon Musk from tweeting or saying things that are going to get him and his company into trouble? I think there's definitely no one who's, under, who's controlling the, what, what he can tweet out because he definitely is in full control of his Twitter and that is evident by the volume of tweets that he sends and what he decides to do. He actually has been in trouble before um, with the SEC for putting out tweets that have affected the stock market because it is effectively stock market manipulation. All right, we'll leave it there. We'll watch with great interest what actually happens in the future. Jenny Darmody, Deputy Editor of Silicon Republic and co-host of the podcast For Tech's Sake. Thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.